the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk today. I'm Rick Probst. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you for joining us for Faith Talk today. We've had some stellar guests on the show. In fact, uh, before me is one of our stellar guests. We always enjoy having David Wheaton on the show. He is, of course, the uh, the host of The Christian Worldview. David, how are you? Doing really well, Rick. It's uh, great to be back on with you. Hey, that is a really cool cap that you have on there. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, do you have those uh, that people can get a hold of on your website or is that just for David? Well, no, this was at our annual golf event last year. We do a golf event every every September and these were made for the golfers. But I'll tell you what, we're going to send you one after this interview today. So you're just going to let me know your address and we'll get it down to you. Well, that is awesome. It uh, it looks good. I had forgotten you had that uh, the golf tourney. I, I assume that you'll be having another one then. We are actually. So we do one annual fundraiser. Um, the name of the nonprofit foundation that directs the Christian Rule of Your Radio program is called the Overcomer Foundation. And that's a scriptural word. You know, Jesus said, in the world you have tribulation, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So it's called the Overcomer Foundation Cup sort of named after the Ryder Cup. Awesome. We love that. David Wheaton with us today. And as he mentioned, the ChristianWorldview.org is how you can check out many resources there. Of course, uh, you can listen to the podcast, listen to the show uh, on Faith Talk Atlanta. And David, recently uh, you were at a church. You spoke on being an overcomer in an oppositional world from the life of Daniel. And uh, what a great story. And you kind of throw in there just some tidbits on the Super Bowl and how the culture is doing and things you notice during the Super Bowl. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, you know, if you watch the Super Bowl, this is really the cultural zeitgeist of our day. It's the most watched uh, U.S. television program. Matter of fact, this year was the most watched ever with 123 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Probably had something in part to do with that. Taylor Swift was there. But anyway, <laughs> um, it, being that's the most watched event, it is also the most expensive event uh, to reach those viewers through advertising. And so the ad revenue last year, it hasn't come out for this year yet, but last year was $600 million in ad revenue. This year probably be more, but a a 60 second ad was $14 million for 60 seconds. And so you have to ask yourself, why do, why are there so many viewers and why is it so expensive to reach these viewers? Well, the answer is because the show, so to speak, being presented and the wares being offered during the breaks are what the organizers of the Super Bowl and the advertise to advertisers believe is is most appealing to Americans. So, Rick, what are those things that they think are most appealing to Americans? And number one, obviously, it's the sports game. You know, kind of passive entertainment appeals to Americans. The celebrity is a huge thing. They go from suite to suite, showing you know who's who of who's there. They, how many times do they go to the the Taylor Swift suite? Uh, during the Super Bowl, you know, there's the, there's the the culture of partying and drinking and gambling that's that surrounds the Super Bowl. And, and Rick, maybe you notice this, but 
it seems like probably 90% of the ads during the Super Bowl have something to do with a really elementary kind of inane humor as well. Just make people laugh. And then, of course, there's the the sensuality and everything else. So this is what the Super Bowl and the advertisers think most appeals to Americans today. And I think it's fitting that it was held in Sin City. (laughs) But this is not to say, I'm not trying to be a legalist here and say, you know, don't watch this football game. I'm just saying, be aware of what's the what this culture is trying to sell us today. David Wheaton with us. He is the host of the Christian Worldview. Let's talk about the message being an overcomer in a, an oppositional world. And this world is oppositional. How do we handle that? And as you bring out Daniel's story, which is one of our favorites, tell us more. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible true story of Daniel. He lived about 2,600 years ago. He was born and raised until he was about 15 years old around Jerusalem in, a, in an affluent and an influential noble kind of family. We would call Daniel today what the word is privileged, the kind of family that he was raised in. But because Judah, the, the, the Israel was divided into two parts, Israel in the north and Judah in the south, because they had so gotten away and been so disobedient to God, God allowed an ungodly empire, Babylon, with King Nebuchadnezzar over it to come down. And as a consequence for their disobedience, uh, Nebuchadnezzar came down and attacked Judah and Jerusalem, raised the temple and took captive all kinds of Jews and removed them basically about a thousand miles directly to the east to Babylon in this empire. And this was a completely different culture and land and language but for, for Daniel and his three friends who are taken there, and there are many others, but they were brought because of their background into actually the king's palace. And they were to be raised, better word is indoctrinated, in all the customs and education and, and language. Actually, their names are actually changed so mm. they could serve in the king's service as, as personal servants to him as they would get older from age 15 and up. And so... Right away, they were fed the king's choice, food and wine, all the pleasures, everything of the world was really available to Daniel. For being taken captive, he certainly was put into an incredible situation where the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life was all being offered to him. Just conform and comply to this Mm -hmm. Babylonian culture. And Rick, I I would say to you that the culture then in Babylon probably wasn't very much different. Different things, perhaps, but not very much different than the culture being offered in today's Super Bowl. And then Daniel said something very interesting when he saw all this presented to him. He, it says in Daniel 1, verse 8, this is the key point of the entire story of the, the, the character Daniel himself. He said, but Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. And and the reason he did that is, is that he growing up as a Jew uh, was not to eat certain kinds of food. Mm -hmm. And secondly, all that food that was being offered to him, the choicest food of Babylon was food that had been sacrificed to their many, many idols and false gods. And so to eat that food was to participate in this ungodly culture. And so that's where Daniel drew the line. And that's why he was able to go into this world. By the way, he lived there for the rest of his life. 
And he somehow navigated being a strong believer and follower of God in the midst of a very contrary or opposing culture. And I think he sets a great example for how we can do that as Christians in our culture today. Well, let's talk about that. How can we do that? We are, it's a mirrored picture, uh, as you mentioned, Babylon and where we are now in our culture, it's, it's, it's pretty much the same. Uh, so how do we, how do we overcome? Well, that, 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 that is the question. And that word overcome is an important word. That's one that Jesus used himself in John 16, 33. He told his disciples, one of the last things he told them was in this world, you will have tribulation. And don't we know that's the truth, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that word overcome means to prevail or to conquer or to have victory. It's from a Greek word, uh, from a Greek word that, that a Greek goddess of victory was named after Nike. We all know that as the sports brand com- company, uh, this goddess who had wings, who would hover over the battlefield and help the Greeks and the Romans uh, be able to have victory in, in their battles. And the, the number one key to being an overcomer is what it says in Hebrews chapter 11, 6, Rick. This is the, the Hall of Faith chapter, as it's called. Mm-hmm. It starts out by saying, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, in other words, that he exists, and that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. That's Hebrews eleven six, And I think that describes Daniel. Daniel believed God. He believed that God existed and he believed that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. So it really was a a ratio almost, uh, Rick, of what we love most in life. Do we believe God? Do Do we believe that he's a rewarder of those who seek him? Do we love him more than we love the things that the world offer us, offers us, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life? And by the way, those three things sort of encapsulate everything that the world tempts us with. You go right back to the beginning in Genesis chapter three, when Eve was tempted by the serpent. What what did what did she what what was the narrative? It says when the woman saw that the tree, the one tree that they weren't supposed to eat from, saw that the tree was good for food. There's the lust of the flesh. Feed my flesh. That it was a delight to the eyes. There's the lust of the eyes. Beautiful to look at and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate. And the desirable to make one wise, that's the boastful pride of life. It makes us feel exalted. And so these are the same three categories of temptations that are constantly being foisted upon us. But we can overcome them, number one, Rick, when we've been born again. And that's the key thing. Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be born again, because when we're born again, when we believe in who Jesus Christ is and what he did for us on the cross, God gives us a, a power, the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit inside of us to be and do what we cannot be and do on our own. So Daniel was an overcomer because he was a true believer in God. And then he made daily choices. He chose to love God more than he chose to love pleasing himself. And that's how he was able to overcome in a very oppositional culture. So good. David Wheaton, host of the Christian Worldview. We're, we're just about out of time. David, we want folks to uh, be able to either watch or listen to that message uh, that you preach, being an overcomer in an oppositional world from the life of Daniel. And we'll have the link for uh, those uh, that want it uh, at uh, faithtalkatlanta.com. And uh, I know uh, my executive producer, Ezra, will put that together 
and it'll be for those uh, so you can not only watch it and listen but you can uh, pass that on david thank you so much we appreciate you would love to catch up with you before the summer so we can talk about the overcomer course that's uh, coming up we'll talk about the the golf tourney that's coming up in September and more and uh, what's happening because uh, the news is always being made. And, and I know those are the things that you address in the Christian worldview. David, thank you so much. We got to go. Hope you have a great week. Uh, we'll check in with you next week on Faith Talk Today. See ya. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.